0: You're listening to it at home and abroad on Irish Radio Canada and I happen to come across a musical performer who has um, a good Irish connection, a Canadian connection and now has a U.S. connection, and even has a bit of a connection outside of Ottawa. I'm chatting with Brendan Nolan. Brendan, welcome to At Home and Abroad.
1: Absolutely. Great to see you, uh, Austin. And um,
0: I know some of my listeners know who you are, because you spent many
1: years in Montreal. I did indeed. You know, I spent uh, almost 14 years there playing at the old Dublin pub, right on, the, on University Street in Montreal. It's no longer on University Street, but it's just around the corner. Which, right, you know, I had great years. Wouldn't trade them for the world. And you came over. You came from Dublin,
0: and I know you're from the north side. Right? I am indeed, yeah, from Artyne, and lots of great music out in Artyne. And I know I introduced you last year to a group from ten the that, that Lynched.
1: I, I, I didn't know they were from R-10 Is Yeah, they're, right? like, they're R-10 Oh, God, they were brilliant, yeah I really enjoy their stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. yeah
0: they're they're, yeah They're R-10 Kicking the music alive And an authentic yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, Brendan, going back to Dublin Where'd you get interested in music, and what what got you interested in music?
1: Uh, well, I, I suppose it kind of started as far as traditional music is concerned with the uh, the Clancy Brothers show that we used to get from. I think they they used to come from the United States, but it used to be on every Thursday night. And we'd all sit around and watch it, you know. This is black and white RTE. Yeah, yeah, black and uh, white RTE, and we you know we'd see them I, on the television. they always used to end with the the Holy Ground, you know. Yeah. And I, I think that was probably one of the first Irish songs I learned as a nipper, you know. Right. It was the Holy Ground, you know, and then the Dubliners came along and the Dubliners were... They were even to some to some extent. Well, they were different from the Clancy's insofar as they had more instrumentation, you know, and the, uh, they had a harder edge and, uh, and, more, and more, more instruments. You know, and they also had a, a marvelous singer, you know, and Lou Kelly, you know, which, brilliant. You know, he's very charismatic. You know, and you, you didn't even have to, in some ways, you didn't have to see him singing, you know, to kind of feel it to, coming through in the songs, you know. Which uh, it's the same feeling I used to get in, listening to Johnny Cash. He kind of, he, he kind of owned the songs that he sang. Yeah, yeah
0: there was. A- a rawness there as you say and there was there was a depth in that rawness.
1: Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah. there certainly was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you think of some of the songs that he sang. I mean, apart from, you know, "Dirty Old Town" and the uh, uh, the Black Velvet Band songs like that that he sang. When he sang a song like uh, "The Sun Is Boring," that's well, one that, I, that really sticks out to me. And head, he you know? he did the um, coal mines. The the coal mine song. Yes, yes uh, it's, uh, school days over. Sc- yeah, but Day's did. He did. He did but over, also yeah.
0: the Nova Scotia coal mines. Th- yes, the, the Springhill.
1: Uh, Spring Hill mining, mining disaster. disaster. Yeah. He did a brilliant yeah,
0: job. Yeah, and, I, and I I remember seeing um, Phil Coulter being interviewed and talking about the time he went to Luke with uh, Scorn at his simplicity. And that he sat across from Luke and when Luke looked at it and started singing it brought tears to, to Phil Coulter's eyes.
1: I'm, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 that was another song that kind of it shivers up my spine when yeah. you hear Luke singing it. Yeah. Yeah. So you then emigrated then? Oh, yeah, I emigrated in, uh, in June of 79. I originally went to uh, Kingston, Ontario. Uh, a lady uh, from Galway had a hotel there with her husband. and uh, She died last year. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. I was it's expecting uh, you
0: to say uh, that. Um, We're talking about Anne McConnell. Yeah, she did. Yeah, Phineas' mom. I'm very, very sorry to hear that. She actually fell off the stage. She was received a lifetime achievement award at um, Coltis in Toronto, and as she was coming off stage, fell and died. Oh, my God. Uh, she gets the award, and then she comes off stage. Uh, she's coming to, off stage with the award, so Finney's home day, jack.
1: Yeah. God, oh God, rest her. But she, yeah. d- d- she was the lady who originally brought me over. You know. right. If I hadn't been for an hour, yeah. God rest her, I wouldn't have... Uh, yeah. I don't know what would have happened, to be honest with you. You know, But uh, uh, that, that was the place I started, at the Frontenac Hotel in Kingston. Right. And from there... Um, uh, a spot opened up in Montreal at, at the old Dublin. Uh, another fellow from uh, person from Galway, Jimmy Heaslip. He had a he had the old Dublin in, uh, on University Street and asked me to come up, you know, for for a few weeks. You know, and a few weeks turned into life. <laughs> yeah, well, <for laughs> 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Jimmy sold the place in the meantime. You know, to, um, and uh, but I still stay there. You know. The, and you then know. you fell in love. Well, yeah, in Montreal, yeah, in Montreal, yeah, yeah. of course I fell in love when yeah. I met my wife there, yeah. you, know, and, uh, you know, and, you know, I absolutely know, it was a wonderful time. Like, now, you, record- to- you,
0: you did some recordings when you were in Canada as well.
1: I did, yeah, I did uh, two, at least t- three albums. I think. Yeah. It was in uh, the two studio albums and uh, and a live album with my my ex partner Cherry O'Neill, right? Wonderful fiddle player, you know. We we, we recorded uh, the last night that we played and called it Last Night. You know, it was a very uh, emotional night. And uh, two studio albums, uh, Tempest Fugitive and Across the Great Divide, which was a, an emigration album because right. having been away from Ireland for for several years. I... I started to appreciate, uh, like a lot of fellows, I'm sure I, st- I started appreciating the, uh, the immigration songs more, you know. I yeah. uh, yeah, decided to do an album on it. But then you moved south? Yeah, in, in 93, uh, <laughs> 93, I moved south. Couldn't yeah. stand the cold. It wasn't bad, <laughs> it, was, it was kind of an experiment. Right. Really, you know. So I was go try it for a year, and um, my wife took a sabbatical. My wife Maureen took a sabbatical for a year and uh, you know, then after the year she decided to take another year off without pay and you know, we were there for two years. She said, well, why don't we stay? It was a kind of a, it was a bit of a haphazard decision in some respects, you know, mm. but um, I think uh, after a while, you know, you feel this nice weather here in the, in the wintertime, you know. And here being at the moment, uh, I have to confess, I bumped into Brendan in South
0: Florida, um, and we are outdoors even though it's 7 o'clock in the evening, uh, and the temperature is not minus 20, it's more like plus 21, 22. <laughs>
1: oh, more than that. <laughs> well, of course, you're centigrades, are I That's right, you're I, I, I used to work at centigrades. <laughs> Have been here so long, you know. very yeah. nice. So you you came down here,
0: and said, "How have you found it? You've you've adapted." You
1: uh, It took a while. It took a few months, you know, to make contacts and uh, network with the other musicians and things like that, you know. But after about after about uh, six months, I, I was I was grand, you know, and I had uh, enough gigs to go around, you know. Word of mouth. Uh, you know, between o- uh, people in the audience and, uh, and uh, musicians that I met, you know, got me gigs, and it's it's been going quite well ever since.
0: So the music industry here in South Florida, for music, Irish music, whether it be on the uh, more folk side or on the traditional side, what's the, the scene like,
1: and is there much demand? It's still alive. I wouldn't say it's as uh, as great as it was back then. You know, there's right. not as many places to play, but thank God there's places here where we are, at the Celtic Ray yeah. in Ponte Gorda and, uh, you know, other, uh, several several other places that I'm able to to play and to keep, keep the music going. And even places that kind of call themselves Irish pubs and that might ne- you know, not necessarily always play Irish music, they'll at least have it a uh, couple of nights a week or at least you'll start the night yeah. in Irish yeah, yeah. music yeah, yeah. and mix it up a bit towards
0: the end, which I don't mind doing, you know. So aside from the likes of the Celtic Grave, what are the opportunities for you? Like, uh, is it pure the pub scene, or um, given that so much has changed from when you were in Montreal and you could do some recordings?
1: Well, after I came down there after a few years, I started doing a, a, quite a few festivals, you know, across right. the country. There's a lot of good Irish festivals uh, uh, Milwaukee. I played Milwaukee, North Texas festivals in Jackson. There was quite a few uh, good festivals to play. And there's some good festivals here, even just in Florida, you know, like uh, next week, and oh, just up in Brooksville, right. there's uh, a Farm jam, uh, Catholic Jamboree, you Happy. know. Uh, it goes over a couple of days you know this is actually the time of year when this festival is because the weather is a bit uh, cooler Right by Florida standards you know they're able to have these festivals right. and uh, so I'll be doing a few festivals uh, during the first few months of the year so that's that, that, I always like doing them I did folk festivals back, back in Canada but it wasn't uh, I didn't do too many Irish festivals but you know, I enjoyed the folk festivals very much though you know like um, Winnipeg Lundinburg, and Lunenburg uh, and London Ontario festivals I, I used to enjoy those festivals
0: so a good bit of advice actually telling one that might be coming down the snowbirds that are coming down will be in January or February to check this. Do, do a bit of searching to see if there are any festivals because it's the time of the year for them here. I
1: would say yes. Yeah, yeah just just you know, Google Irish festivals in Florida. You know, yeah. Celtic festivals. There's also a lot of Scottish festivals too, which right. tend to feature a lot of Irish music as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, the Sarasota uh, Highland Games is on, on the first Saturday in February. Okay. for Example, you know, and that's uh, that's a, that's a great event too. You know, okay. it's just one day, but there's loads of music. In it yeah. So.
0: so um, Brendan, have you done any recording since you left Canada, and have you, are you working on anything?
1: Um, I, I've done several recordings since I left, uh, um, and um, you know a few, a few, I did a live album up in the the old Iron Horse and uh, Tarpon Springs, and uh, I, I did a few studio albums, uh, a couple of studio albums. Uh, Where do we go from here? Which was uh, mostly my own stuff and. Uh, an album called Sombrook, uh, which was, uh, which I did with uh, Danny Ellis, produced whom we, mm-hmm. we both know, a great mm-hmm. wonderful uh, songwriter himself and musician. I'm trying to resurrect a, a project I started years ago, uh, several years ago, actually with Danny, on Dublin songs, you know, you were talking about the uh, group there, you know, and I, I started a, a project like that years ago, you know, par- partly uh, traditional stuff, contemporary Dublin songs and, and songs that I've written myself and I'm hoping to get back into the studio. Uh, this year I'm trying, trying to get that finished once and for a you know?
0: now early on at the beginning when we were talking about your connections you have a connection just
1: outside of Ottawa you have someone out in Greeley yeah. I do That's uh, the, uh, our, uh, myself and Maury our, our niece uh, Aaron and, right. and our husband Carlo and their son Declan live in uh, Greeley Ontario yeah. right. <laughs> yes so I'd like to say hello to them if they're listening indeed. <laughs> yeah.
0: indeed. indeed well Brendan I know you're about to head up on stage and I don't want to delay you and have you late and so not ready and relaxed when you open oh, the, sh- uh, the, sh- the, the show glad had,
1: I'm glad we had a chance to, to and, talk yeah. Yeah. And, well, can I say hello to uh, Mike and Cathy in Montreal do indeed and, do and, indeed, uh, and, and, and uh, my mother-in-law and Michelle, Michelle uh, Walsh in, in Montreal as well. Right. So, uh, and uh, we're going to maybe, they,
0: maybe they'll be tuned in. Uh, well, we can yeah. tell them. The other thing is we're we're now going to finish up by playing some of your music. And uh, oh, I course. want to thank you for taking the time. Thanks very much. much. It's been awesome great. Great chatting. Glad, glad chance to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs>